Oh, backbone takeover. My name's Nick Brown, Friday, Brown, Friday, Brown, down to 14 freezes and Silver Surfer, top deck. I'll be your host. I'll be your guide over this next hour. And uh, joining me to the man to my right, the Oso Glorious one, Mr. Silver King Screen, Creed Tree, Smooth Man himself, Nathan Custis. Nathan, how you doing? Hi, Vita Wait, Nick Brown. How are you feeling right now? Doing really well, buddy. I'm feeling pretty good about myself. And I'm very excited because I've got a lot of things to talk about this week. And I'm okay, back to normal. Let's go. Oh, I thought we were talking race, like calling a race event like the horses there, Nick Brown. Do you like. Watching the horse racing or the greyhound racing? Uh, like horse, if you're gonna horse racing promotes animal cruelty, Nathan. Oh. How fucking dare you? Dare you, you bastard? Um, greyhound racing isn't as bad. So I'm going to go with that one. I've never got behind the Melbourne Cup, even when I wasn't vegan. I didn't really give a shit. Did I, you ever get a sweep? Have you ever won the sweep? Yeah, like, have you ever? Uh, so when I say I've never gotten behind the Melbourne Cup, it's because I never win. <laughs> so like, I, I would always place a bet. I don't know if I play. I can't remember the last time I placed a bet, but I'd always have one yet yeah, in like a sweep. Do you get if two won, horses in the sweep or? Do you get, I only got one. I only got one. Okay. Yeah. And I'd always get a dud. I'd always get like an, an 80 to one outsider. And they're like, oh, you could win. I'm like, but like fucking Jerry has the two to one. And I'm like, obviously he's going to win. Jerry. But the favorite rarely like does Jerry's. win the Melbourne Cup. So, you know, that's um that's something. I well, think. that's the best part of that thing is a 30 plus horses. It's the biggest like field, I'm pretty sure, of actual like a major like racing event in the world. Nathan, I've got a, I've got a oh, confession shit. to make. Oh, fuck. Um, Foo Fighter Styles. <laughs> I was about to say. Foo Fighter Styles, you bastard. Nathan, I, I, I've got a plea for the people listening. Um, I have recently, you know, I, I've, we've talked about this a few times that I have a few skills in my life, Nathan. I have a few. Med- many skills, Nick. Would you like to name a couple for me? Uh, right now, cricketing, career, batting, extraordinaire, leading yep. catch maker in the league of the MPCA C2. Yep. Is it C2? Yeah, that's about right. C2, C4, whatever it is. Um, extraordinaire at watching movies and rating movies, Nick Brown, over the years. You have never sold me a bad one. We talked last week about people. Stamp of approval. Stamp of approval. <laughs> Nick gives me the, the best movie stamp of approval that there is. And also your um, talent in the kitchen, Nick Brown. Oh, thank you. for Vita- Finally, someone recognizes my Vita- talent Vita- in the extraordinaire, kitchen. Nick. I am. I'm very good with a pack of Vitaweets, which doesn't... I didn't. <laughs> I don't make Vitaweets. No, you don't. But I should produce them yourself. Well, then. you missed out on the one important thing, oh, Nathan. I am a yeah. superstar guitar hero player yes and i always have been i remember one day walking into my kitchen playing bulls on parade on expert without even looking looking at that goddamn tv and back in 2007 that was a big deal but now people can play through the fire and flames an expert literally blindfolded like they they, and i'm not kidding you can actually find this on youtube but the thing is i haven't i've lost my guitars over the years because you know they just kind of get chucked out in the garage not in the garage, not anywhere that I can find. So my plea is, I need somebody who has some Guitar Hero guitars laying Maybe. around. It doesn't matter what console it's on. It could be PS3, Xbox. Uh, I think PS2 works. I'm using it on PC, so keep that in Shit. mind. I want one. Everyone's trying to charge me hundreds of dollars for these fucking things, and it's a piece of plastic, and I can't find them. I don't give you the new one either. I don't want the six-button one. Did I want we the, do uh, it? I want the classic five buttons. Did we do them? Do what? We we like the console? Yeah, absolutely. I used to play it on the Wii. Yeah. Absolutely. And I was a big fan. Whoa. Big fan of the Wii. Um, so that's what I want. So if anybody has them, you can sell it. I'll happily pay. But, you know, I feel like four years of unbelievable content. Over under? <laughs> what have we got the over under mark at? For the, any, um, the, people, the price. Um, look, people, 40? People are char- trying to charge me like 80 bucks for a fucking guitar. We going 40 halfway? Halfway there? Or um, are we going Just 20? give it to me for fucking free. free? Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, take this. Just This is payment for be- us being so fucking good to you. 
to you, okay? So if anybody has a guitar or anybody knows somebody has a guitar, give it to me. And I'll, I'll send you a photo, of me, a video of me playing Bulls on Parade on <laughs> Expert. It'd be fucking great. I want to find my hobbies. I, I don't have much going on in my life right now. No cricket now. Uh, no cricket right mm. now. It's upsetting. Nathan, um, last week you told me about the Lord of the Rings movies being on Netflix. And yes. I, and I said, there's no way I'm watching. I don't have the time. You watched well, I watched every one. all three? I watched all three. <laughs> I knew you would. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, things I've learned. Yep. First thing. Number two is the best. I can't. I'm, two it's, towers. It's unbelievable. It's the greatest movie of all time. It is the Battle of Helm's Deep. I know the answer. I know the, the what it's called now. Oh. It's the most incredible battle ever. You know uh, the lore. Gim- Gimli, Gimli having seventy kills and like no, Gimli being like, "I'm on two kills," and Legos like, "I'm on twenty-seven. I'm on, yeah, I'm on twenty-seven. <laughs> He's like, "What now?" <laughs> Legolas never runs out of those arrows. The sh- yeah, I know it's bullshit. It's it doesn't make up. any sense. It's video game logic that. <laughs> and also when they're doing the pan shot of the um of the battle and you see all the people. And then you see the top of Gimli's head because he can't see <laughs> over. He can't see over the bricks. He's like, "What's going on out there?" <laughs> Legolas had an unfair advantage. But the main thing I yes. learned about the Lord of the Rings Go is on. none of it makes any fucking sense. No, none. I, like, I have never read the books because I'm not a nerd and also I can't read. But R. Tolkien, Nick Brown, famous who, man, he was. Yeah. Wrote, wrote it during the war. Well, there's this one point in the movie where Legolas just puts his head on the ground and just goes, "Huh." They're catching up to us. I'm like, how the fuck you work that out? You know that the big ears, yeah, Nick. Well, that with your mil- with your million arrows in the back of your fucking thing. How does that ever work? Then at one stage, the, the sky's red, and he's like, "There's blood's been spilled tonight." tonight what yes. the fuck are you talking about? Just the sun setting. It's not that fucking difficult to the, work the out. The best part is watching them run to everything. Like, oh, it's the best. <laughs> they don't even have horses. The three of them yeah, in the end, pretty they, good. They're just like, "Now nah, fuck this. We're going on foot." Poor Gimli. Also, the or- the orcs are like the most terrifying things. They look so good because oh. they're all practical effects. Nothing the orcs are—they're yeah. so good. Um, the CGI is yeah, it's okay. Peter like, Jackson, it's 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 okay for the time. Um, mm. it doesn't hold up too well. Um, that being said, Naven Lord of the Rings, great, great trilogy. Better than the Hobbit, yeah. Better. <laughs> don't I? If the, if the Hobbit was on um, Netflix, I'd probably still watch it. Was but. it the extended edition of the Lord of the Rings movies, or is it just the normal? Ooh, version? I, I, I'm assuming they're the normal versions. Oh, okay. Mm. Also, Aragon Snack. What's he been in? Has he been in anything since the Lord of the Rings movies? Oh, he's Vino, the most Vino, gorgeous man of all time. Vino Morganson. I'm pretty sure he's been in a few. I'm pretty sure he's in that shitty B-list Netflix movie. I told you to watch a few years ago. Oh, I'll have a look at that while you're talking. God damn. Uh, Nathan, sidetracked is back and um, I, I, I want to use this as a platform to say do not listen to the last side, sidetrack for your own fucking good. Um, this isn't like one of those I think Hinge are running an app right now uh, like an ad right now where it's like this is an app designed to be deleted. I'm not trying to reverse psychology your ass but if you're in any way sensitive and if uh, if you in any way like Dylan Orcott especially do not listen to this fucking last sidetracked episode. Oh, but if you like two single dudes in their mid-20s I'm talking about maths for a few minutes. Then yeah, it might be your it might be your time, Nathan. Um, have you have you been listening, Nathan? I bet you haven't. I bet you haven't been listening to Sidetrack. Not not since you got back. No. Oh, I'm sorry, Nathan. Uh, I been... haven't listened this week. God no. damn. Oh well, lucky because Dylan. <laughs> Dylan. I'm hoping. <laughs> did, I, did I do good? Nobody nobody fucking show it to Dylan Hawkeye. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not, I don't want to make any more fun of people in wheelchairs. Um, Nathan, I saw a thing that um. We talked about download last week, just download. very briefly. Frownload. Uh, yeah, and then this week, uh, there was a bunch of people tagging it up. The frownload p- uh, picture that Jace from what we did on the weekend did. An incredible poster. Uh, it looks amazing. The hairstyle is incredible. And uh, Curtis, one of our one of our very loyal listeners, uh, one of three, uh, named off the lineup for the uh, frownload line. Um, would you like me to run through? Give it lineup? to me, yes. So we have uh, Nick Brown, Mumble Rap. Uh, so I'm just going to do a Mumble Rap set. Then we got Static Revenue. Talk about that in a sec. Oh, no. Nick Brown, Spoken Word. That's a good Set. Spoken word. Yeah, absolutely. That's like my slam poetry style. Like Where are you going 20, with that? 22 Jump Street. What were the topics? Uh, 22 Jump Street. 22 Jump Street. <laughs> 
I'm sold on bear. Slam poetry, <laughs> yelling. Um, Jay, Jason Max stage tour. Uh, but then it's me and Jason in a KY Jelly wrestling match. That's a, that's a blood feud. That it's not going to be KY Jelly by the end of it. It's going to be intestines because we're going to rip each other apart. Nathan. That's fucked up. Uh, I can't. <laughs> Then, this is real dark. Then it's Na- it's Nathan Custison versus Burjo in a to the death match. Nathan, what the fuck does that even mean? I have to kill him? Now look, you know, look one to of the death. To die. I guess. Jesus. Look, if you can't work out what a to the death match would be, <laughs> what it entails, I don't know what to tell you. I take away the beard, Nick. What's what hair that? versus hair match? He'd hair be, versus hair. He'd be match. nothing without the beard. You reckon he's nothing without oh, the he's beard? A, no, he's a beautiful man. You think actually. that's where he'd all be, his power comes? That's from? That's what I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. That that kill him. It's kind of like Iron Man center thing. Oh yeah, you don't take that out, Nick. Yeah, you don't shave Burjo's beard. You don't. I tell you what, I reckon, I, can get him, I reckon this weekend I might just shave his fucking beard. Why not? Yeah, there it is. Okay. Uh, and Challenge accepted. Backbone one hour special. No one wants to listen to that. But, no. but the final, Nathan, a sidetrack oh, bird, bird barfing experience. Nathan, I... You're going to act it out, Nick. We were talking about bird bars fucking months ago. We were. And apparently... Um, I still haven't been able to get one because we have many gigs. I just want to go to a festival. I can't wait for full tilt. I'm not drinking. I am not drinking one drink out of a can or a bottle. It's all out of people's ball sacks. That's all. I'm only doing. ball all sacks. Only ball sacks. That's my motto. I can. You can hold it to me. Ooh. If I have a Smirnoff ice and you see me drinking out of a bottle, slap it out. Tip it in your balls. Yeah, Let me done. drink it out of you. Done. With consent, of course. Fucking hell. <laughs> 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 uh, how we doing, Nathan? Static revenue. We're, we're, we're doing it. We're d- everyone. Round of applause. Ah, uh, uh, yes. We're finally getting yeah, here. We're going golf clubs or real clubs? Ah, uh, a bit of both. Uh, one-on-one. <laughs> we're doing that. Uh, Static Revenue playing a show this week, March 20, Saturday, at what we did on the weekend's home ground. Home Stay ground. We feel like we're a bit of a disadvantage. Not playing. We're playing away from home here. Yeah, I don't like but it. But our 100th episode of what we did on the weekend, live podcast. There's some heard trouble. There's Static Revenue, $10 for two bands and a live show. Also, if you come, you get $5 and you get to go to Mutiny, which is, the Mutiny. Cl- is a club night after. It is. We will be DJing. I haven't confirmed. Confirmed it at all with Derek Jason, but we will be DJing. Um, Nathan, I um, I did a thing. Yes, I did a thing, Nathan. I don't want to like I don't want to um, kind of pump it up too much, but oh, no. I, I had an interview with sixty minutes oh. um, to talk about Static Revenue. Thank throughout God, okay. the week. I'm excited, and I just I want to kind of give you the the story for people who don't know um, what happened. This is the story. The true underdog story underdog of Static Revenue. Breaking news now, and I'm being informed that rock band Static Revenue have called it a day after a long three-year career. Each of them were brilliant uh, musicians and songwriters. And as a kid, that's just how I learned to be a musician. To know that like they're out there somewhere... Um, but they won't come together to do the thing that everybody would love so much. It's like, you <laughs> just do it, man. Like, we're dying for it. Where do I start? I remember it very well. We were playing a show, and probably about 10 minutes before we came on, I looked in the back. And it was Mitch packing up his stuff to go see a midnight screening of Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2. It killed us. It killed us emotionally. It killed us physically. We were drained at that point. We played six shows in five months. (laughs) We were on the brink. 
Couple that with Nathan's crippling addiction to shuffling three years after it was cool. Stop shuffling. Stop it. It just... It killed us. And then it was over, just like that. <laughs> like, when you're in a band, there's something about having a conclusion, having a grand finale, having a season final to send you off into the sunset. But this just died. It just ended. And it took a long time for everyone to recover from that. I don't think I have. Still. <laughs> I got you. I got you. But now we get one more shot at it to send us out on a high, right off into the sunset. Clint Eastwood in style. Static revenue. March 20. Stay gold. What team was he on? <sighs> he was Team Jacob. And he knew we were Team Edward. Static revenue forever. <laughs> Does that just not bring a tear to your eye? So many memories, people, Nick. People don't understand how emotional it was. No. Also, the t- the date, the timing of the dates make no sense. No. The Twilight series came out much earlier before That's we six, were seven <laughs> years before. <laughs> That's all right. Also, I'm surprised Dave Grohl was inspired by us Grohl. as much. Um, I, I found, and when I was looking through the clips, right, I was just trying to, I was trying to find clips of people talking about other artists, kind yep. of like in like a massive sense. And Dave Grohl popped up, and because everyone else, when they talk about it, they name the band. They're like, yeah. "Oh, Metallica is so good." Metallica, Metallica. Dave Grohl is like the king of indirectly talking about things. Yeah. So he just talks about very, like he talks about it in a way that you can apply to just about fucking anything. I could Grohl-y. apply, I could apply that to just about Dustin Martin, right? <laughs> it would have been fantastic. It's so true. And so I found one clip, and then I found another clip, and oh, it's no. Dave Grohl again doing Dave. the same fucking thing. And I found another one. Was like he's, they've sold more records than anybody, and there's a reason for it. And I was going to put that in, but that I, thought, been great, I thought but maybe that's a stretch. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. rest of it probably not accurate. Static revenue, so true. Man, but I don't know how else to plug it. That no. was, I feel like that's my magnum opus or whatever it's called. Like that's that's my peak. That is the pinnacle. I think we're all going downhill from here. Yeah. <laughs> where do we, where do we the go? Su- the summit's fucking Saturday night at State Golden. <laughs> trying to back that up. Imagine, like, people who don't know what the fuck's going on, they're like, oh, these guys are the biggest idiots. <laughs> They'll think it. Uh, probably not wrong, too. No. I actually hope people really come to... I obviously support the boys in the What We Did on the Weekend podcast first for the 100th show, but, like, for all the... um, Like, if you've been listening to this show for, like, a while now, you actually get to come and hurl abuse like Redding and Leeds, Nick. Like, yeah. I'm not saying you can throw the piss at us, no, but, like, you come... Can, you can do it. If you can hit Nathan, piss, okay. if you can hit Nathan yeah, with try. the piss... Come on, more power. Gatorade to. bottle, Gatorade, bottle. Gatorade bottle, a uh, great Full flavor Gatorade bottle. What's your bottle. Uh, Gatorade. Gatorade flavor, yeah. I am a sucker. I like. I do like grape. I used to really like watermelon, but I've gone off watermelon. Mm. Um, I I'm I'm such a dickhead for oh. saying it. I like lemon lime. I don't know lemon why. Lime. You've I, always been lemon lime. Yeah, fan, lemon. Li- I just like lemon lime flavor. I like lemon flavors. It's just about anything. Yeah, it's it's always good. Yeah, it's great. Mm. Can't go wrong. Anyway. Yeah, bring your mates. It's going to be good fun. Like the whole night is going to be hilarious. Yeah. It's going to be good fun. There's going to be a podcast early with the boys. We might 
be on that for a little bit. Yes, sharing some so. stories and stuff. So we'll be sweating up a storm too. We'll be shitting our pants. We're gonna be in the back there, Nick, like gym working out, fucking sweating before the show. Then we're gonna come out and we're just gonna cry. Well, also, I, I for did, thirty minutes. I did send you um, the what, I our, what our walkout song is gonna be. Uh, I, uh, just can you just without naming what it is, can you just kind of give it a, a loose description and how incredible it is? Uh, my loose description that I sent to you, Nick, was it's uplifting. Yep. It's emotional. Yep. Just like that, honestly. Uh, uh, it's exactly- Not as emotional as that. I don't want to make everyone cry before the show. No, not literal tears like that actual epilogue there, but um, it does. It uplifts you. I, it can't, believe, you. I can't believe Channel 9 in 2014 did a story on it. Oh, no. Grim- Grimshaw. Tracy. <laughs> Go or, like- <laughs> or, or if you're beyond the valley, Tracy Grimjaw. Oh, <laughs> they had the sign. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> you silly bastard. But no, the actual- The prologue to our actual show is- yeah, it's going to be emotional, but it's going to pump you it up. Takes and up then it takes up half our set. It does. <laughs> it's like 17 it's and a half <laughs> minutes, Nick. We've got a half an hour set, so we've got three songs to play after we're, our prologue. Lee prologue we're, is we're playing Let it, Live used to say it. Yeah, we're playing it 300%. Like, so we're playing it everything <laughs> three times faster than what it should be. It's going to be a great set. It's going to be it real is. punk rock. Mm. I would say it's punk rock. And we could fit 12 songs in 12 minutes for a punk rock, man. Damn right, good. Mm. Anyway, Static Revenue, get your Revs. tickets. Um, I'll put link in the uh, description of this pod so you can go and buy tickets if you want bring a friend yeah um, bring mates and also yeah stick around for mutiny afterwards it's gonna be good fun it's only 10 bucks it, uh, i don't know how else to like sell it to you even if it's like even if we're terrible we've set the bar so low we can't surely we can't be as bad as no we're saying. that's the thing yeah well that's that's our stra- that's our fucking marketing strat it hasn't worked too well but <laughs> who do we want like what's your one goal for the night nick um, have, you, have you got something that you set out i want i want a little mosh pit at one stage i just want to see that my one goal in life nick before yep. i I need to see the long-haired beauty mosh to at least like something of us. Wow! Players. If I could see the long-haired beauty or Ashel, yeah, yeah. Pit, Ashel, long-haired beauty, one of the two, in the middle of the pit during one of the songs. I don't know if they know our music yet, but no, to. who gives a shit? Well, Nick's just going to give you a call, and you have to go and fucking battle on that floor. Absolutely, mosh, mosh Olympics. Throw it down. We're staging five events of the Mosh Olympics to go through. This it's is incredible. the actual night we can do it, Nick. We've talked about it on the pod. Yeah, too but bad to we see suck. one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, too bad we suck. Yeah, uh, but rhythm. we also have a lot of guest vocalists coming up. Guesties. Um, some actual good vocalists, which will be great. No, you're a drummer, Nathan. Ah, it's unfortunate. Sh- like, you know, it's, it's more so that no one else can drum in the band. So. <laughs> Although you have seen my, uh, seen my blast beats, Nathan. Uh, pretty good. You could play Be- Beast in the Harlot back in the day for about 14 and a half seconds. No way I could get that long. <laughs> I, got a, I got about four seconds. Like, my shins! My shins! <laughs> uh, no, Nathan, shit. it is time for Unpopular Opinion. Oh, my goodness. You know how it works by now. Unpopular Opinion will never go away. When it does... <clears throat> the show goes away. It I does. will never not have something to complain about. Uh, Nathan Custis, and so this sassy. is a uh, very sassy. Um, Nathan, yes. what is something that I've started collecting um, over the past year? Vinyl. Correct, yes. Nathan. You could have said a few things. Glad you stuck with vinyl. I wasn't going to go to the meth addiction. <laughs> not yet, anyway. But yes, vinyl. We'll roll with that, all right? <laughs> um, so, vinyl is a fascinating thing. It's a fascinating community. It is. And, like, I look, I, I think I've got about 50 vinyl. So, I've, I've always said, once you get about 50 vinyl, I feel like that's when you can call yourself a collector because you've, you've all obviously invested enough of your money. You have. And you picked a lot of your favorite albums. That's blah, about blah, 2K, blah. isn't it? About 50. Well, albums, 40, when, 40 a pop. When you know so. a few people, it's probably 3K because I don't know. Oh, anybody. yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> that's very true. Uh, but, Nathan, there's something that I, I don't, I understand, but I don't like. And I don't like the people who, Fucking buy every variant of a fucking album. Yeah, from a, from it's a, a bit odd, isn't it? Now I'm not blaming the people here, but recently, yep. Nathan, I've I've seen Architects who have released a new album. Yes, they have. If you haven't yep. heard, yep. uh, for those who wish to exist, as the album, you can stream it on 
on Yahoo and Spotify and Amazon Music. Yeah, Amazon. There you go. Oh, I love that. See, pretty <laughs> good. Perfect. Um, they recently released a bunch of their variants, Nathan. Now, what do you think a fair amount of variant would be? How many variants do you think is a good amount before you start going, they're taking the piss? Now, I haven't told you how many variants uh, architects have, so you might go over and it might rule my argument, but how many do you think is good? For a big band, I think between two and four. Is two that- and four. <laughs> two and four. Is that, is that a normal amount? I'm looking around like that was a ho ho like a. <laughs> are you Santa Claus right now? You bringing it home? Bringing the gravy? Bringing the presents? Oh, or well, what's thank, going on? Thank here? God you went way out. No, I would say I would say that big bands can get away with around ten. Oh, 10. I think they can get around. Okay. I think they can get around with around ten. Yep. Some people are going to try and collect them all. Can't I catch Shit. them all? I'm um, kind of bullshit. Architects recently released a picture of like a bunch of their vinyl, which they have eighteen different variants. Eighteen. Since then, they've already added a couple more. Really? At what stage, Nathan? This isn't directly architects, but I, it's just I'm using them as my example. At what stage are architects just taking the piss? At Dude. what stage is this just being almost taking advantage of the of your fans who are just going to buy everything because they want to, you know, they want to be a part the of it. Full they, collection, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I support get, every part. I of it. completely get why people like I don't agree with, it, but I get why people want to buy every variant, right? But like, at what point do you go, man? That's that's a lot of money that these fans are going to spend, and they're going to find them. A lot of them are like. UK variant, so now you have to pay for postage way to over get them here, over here, yeah. Which and then it converts over to the euro or the pound, and it's it just fucking it costs so much money. You talk about a meth addiction, dude. I would rather I you could like someone did a a roundabout calculation. He reckons if you bought all the eighteen variants without the new ones that have been announced, it probably cost you a bit over a thousand dollars. Yeah, pretty sure you buy an eight ball of cocaine with that. Yeah. <laughs> and I know what <laughs> I'm buying. Like if I if I had the choice, I'm buying an eight ball. Why not? Like that, like realistically, because. One, you probably play one variant. The 17 others just get stored in, yeah, like, just, you know, so you can show yeah. off to your mates and then, and then your mates look at you like, oh, that's that's really weird. You could have bought a lot of good stuff with that. <laughs> like, It's just the weirdest thing. At what stage oh, are, are, the, are bands taking advantage of their fans by just going, yeah, they'll buy anything that we fucking put out, really? Big time. No, that 18 is just a piss take at all. Like, if I had my favorite, like, if I was an avid vinyl collector, yeah. And there was a like my favorite album of all time. Yeah. And I'm like, I want all of these. I'm going to put them in like a big fucking merch kind of big glass thing. You got each variant out there. Something cool like that. I'd probably do that. But 18 for a mediocre album. Hey, 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 hey. No, like, let's not bring the quality of the album. Is this just it. like architects collectors that they want every kind of variant from history? Like the whole catalog? Is this where they're going? I like think so. I, 18 is... Nick, that's, and that's it's bad. It's going to grow too. That's It'll get bad. like... I was seeing some of the comments say, I don't know how many Holy Hell had. I'm pretty sure Holy Hell had way more. Um, oh, so, and apparently okay. like uh, over the months, over the coming months, there's going to be way more that are going to get announced and that's kind of pretty Jeez. normal with album rollouts. They might get to 30 or 40 variants. Really? That's, a, that's disgusting. That is disgusting. And you're taking advantage of your fans, architects. What's your favourite um kind of like splash like on the actual wine on itself, Nick? Oh, have you got a favorite color? Um, my favorite variant. I I really enjoyed. So I had the only album that I have two copies of is Flash Flight of Color. Um, Fair so enough. Flash Flight of Color was is one of my favorite albums. I bought the um, an original, like not original pressing, but it was a, a pressing from the UK a couple of years ago, and then cool. they did a repress um, yep. for like a. It was like a yellow and uh, red splatter kind of thing. Mm. This looks mad, and mm. I was just and it had the original album artwork as well, which yep. the the one the old one I had was a different a variant of the album artwork. So all all together it actually looks like it could be two different albums could if be. you didn't actually know what they were. Could be, yeah, could absolutely. Be. So I was like, hell yeah, and I'll, I'll put one of these um, albums up on a wall kind yep. of thing, and I really enjoy that. Um, that might be my favorite. I really like Justice's. Justice has a has mm. like a white with an orange and black splatter, mm. which is really sexy. Um, but yeah, like I like variants aside, like because most of them don't come out the fuck. 
fucking same way anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen that, haven't yeah, we? Like, People open them in the um, UNFD social club. Re- it's like it's a different color altogether. I honestly, I reckon bands should personally drop off our um, vinyl because I want to, I, you know, like the guys of me is like, look at me. Like, so there's a movie, Source 6 has this part. <laughs> this is such a weird reference. Um, movie Law, Nick. This is where you go. Source 6 is uh, there's something called the shotgun carousel and he has to pick all the people who get shot and people who survive and it comes to the last person and he has a shotgun left so he has to shoot this person mm. and the guy's on the, the carousel tied back and he's like look at me look at me when you're killing me spitting everywhere bit of a dickhead and then he dies and it's kind of ha, who gives a shit uh, but I want uh, Je- I, next time I buy a Polaris vinyl and Jamie Hales has to drop it off personally to me and I say look at me when I'm disappointed in how this fucking turned out because you promised me a pink and blue gorgeous variant mm. and I'm still pissed off at this purple bullshit that yes. I got I'm never, I will that never get over it. that it's probably the reason why I don't like the album anymore yeah. <laughs> <laughs> honestly half of it comes down to this fucking vinyl variant I don't know what I'm sure people like actual collectors like real collectors will like disagree with everything I've just said mm. but I'm more of a normal collector yeah um and i'm not gonna waste that much money on vinyl well not as much as i already have i guess but i i think it's bullshit when people when bands release like 20 different variants that's just garbage it's almost as bad as when bands release test presses and it's like oh we're releasing a test press here's 200 of them that's not how a test press works that's a press that's just that's a normal press. That's a yeah. press it doesn't make sense <laughs> test press is like 10 copies that's okay you give one each to the band members and you might be able to give a couple away kind mm. of thing that's how it should work and that's how rare they should be Nick. absolutely but for some reason they're like oh there's one of 150. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Dickheads, Nathan. Dickheads. Yeah, wankerish there. Uh, Real wankerish. Nathan, do we have a quiz today? We do have a quiz, Nick. Oh, Nathan. God. <laughs> I reckon you're going to nail this quiz. I'm actually, I got, I got a real big rap song here for this one, Nick Brown. So one, beginning, what Parkway Drive song has the most views on YouTube? Is it A? Yep. Dark Days. Mm. B, Crushed. Mm. C, Wild Eyes. Mm. Or D, Vice Group. Okay, right, I'm going to go. I think it's going to be Wild Eyes or... Dark days. I think it's gonna be. I think it's one of the be, older ones. Yep. Yeah, I think it's yeah for old sake value, and I also I think it's Wild Eyes. Yeah, Wild Eyes. Well, actually, okay. well, because Dark Days was the lead single to Atlas, it was, yes. so it kind of makes me think it might be Dark Days. But Wild Eyes, to me, is probably a bigger song. Mm, huge. I think it's one of those two. I'm gonna go Wild Eyes. Uh, Nick, it's actually Dave Icecrip. Well, that's I'm a fucking dickhead. Jumping out of the planes there, Nick. The, oh, uh, I forgot the about the video. plane yeah, jump there. Yeah, yeah. So big I one. forgot I've watched that 20,000 times. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I have. When that came out, I reckon I watched it 20 times in the first week. A um, couple of ones that were after that, Nick. Can you guess a few that you reckon then would have been in the, the millions there? Um, okay. Um, I'm trying to work out, I'm trying to remember what songs have fucking videos. Uh, Bottom Feeder was the next one. Karma. Is Karma up there? No. Well, actually, of the oldies, Sleepwalker was the highest. Sleepwalker's great. Yeah, so Sleepwalker, you had Prey and The Void, and they were the kind of the next four off there. But I'm Nick. Can you name me, <laughs> what's the name of the knock loose drummer? Is he A, Cole Crutchfield? That's not a real name. B, Isaac Hale. That's a more of a normal name. C, Kevin Otten or mm. D, Kevin Kane? I feel like you're, ch- you're chucking me a curveball and trying to throw me off by doing two Kevins. But I'm going to bite. I'm going to go Kevin Otten. Otzi? Otzi. Like DJ Otzi. Hey, I'm baby. Hey. <laughs> oh, Nick, I'm telling you now. I wish it was him, but no, it's Kevin Kane. Ah, it's the other one. Well, the actual funny part of that whole thing is they're all actual members of Knock Loose. So, oh, yeah. That's there you I, go. That's a cheeky bastard. No, Brian Garris there. No, Brian Garris. I, I knew that. I knew you wouldn't get that. But, Nick, three. What year did Knock Loose release Laugh Tracks? Was it A, 2014? Mm. B, 2015? Mm. C, 2016? Or D, 2017? Okay, um, different shade of blue came out twenty nineteen. Yes, I'm gonna go twenty. 
I'm going to go 26, 6, 6, 16. I'm going to go C. Was that the year they played Unifor? Was it 17 they played Unifor? They played 18. Oh, 18. Yeah, yeah okay. 18. So you're going 16? No, I'm going 17. Oh, shit. It was 16. Ah, you bastard. <laughs> Such a cheeky bastard. Nick, <laughs> name me five characters in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. A fucking Provolta. Yeah, I'll pay that Is Peralta. That yep, John, Jack Peralta. John Peralta. <laughs> John Peralta. <laughs> Rolling with that Andy Sandberg. I love um, it. I don't know all the characters. I know what they look like. I just don't know. Um, um, Santiago. Yes, Amy. Yep. Um, um, the the boss. Oh, what's the boss's Chief name? Ra- Raymond. No, nah, I don't know. I, Raymond Holt. Yep, Holt. Yeah, Holt's good. Um, the girl who beats everyone up. Yeah, Rosa Diaz. Um, the the guy who's the dickhead and he's also in the longest yard and he's like, and he wants to be the quarterback and he's like, oh, I should be the quarterback and then uh, Adam Sandler throws him the ball. He's like, he's like, catch the ball and he drops. He's like, oh, I just had popcorn. That's all I remember that. <laughs> that guy. Well, well, Charles Boyle. <laughs> yeah, it's him probably. And then we got Terry Jeffords and Scully and Hitchcock and I also had Gina Linetti. Pardon? Is it Terry Crews? Terry Crews is Terry Jeffords. So oh, okay. That's his name in the show, but yeah, he's real oh, name's yeah, Terry. Yeah, yeah, true. Well, and then um, obviously Doug Judy, Nick, the um, <laughs> the, the feature, he features a couple oh, of times. Yes, yeah, and yeah. the Vulture, the other the other horrible copper there. Well, I actually had a backup if you want to go for a backup oh, question, because I know yeah. that was a little bit of a struggle, but Nick, can you name me 10 South Park characters? Yes, I can. Cartman, Kenny, Stan, Kyle, Randy, um, Chef. Yep. Uh, Mr. Garrison. Mr. Garrison. Um... um um, drugs are bad, okay? Um, who the fuck is that? Uh, <laughs> Nick, that's actually my big footy um logo, and I'll show you that right now and see if you can actually help <laughs> you. Um, it's actually Mr. Mackey. Mr. So Mackey, yeah. Mackie, yeah uh, Principal Victoria, um, Clyde, what about and Butters. Butters yeah. yeah, sorry, uh, Kenny, not Kenny, um, Timmy and Jimmy. Um, <laughs> Timmy and Jimmy, what a stupid couple of people. That's my um, my big footy thing. Oh, you fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, you did really well then, Nick. Nick, can you name me six CrossFit songs? How many fucking can you name things are you going to do for me? A few. We Are Future, um, Countdown to Hell, Eclipse, um, um, Monolith, Jaeger Bomb, and Catastrophe. Perfect. They're the six that I had first, and I had Wildfire at seven. Perfect. Nick, six, what was the Data Remembers final song in their encore at Festival Hall in 2016? Was it A? All signs point to Lauderdale. B, the downfall of us all. C, the plot to bomb the panhandle. Or D, all I want. I feel like they opened with all I want. Or maybe that's a different show. They opened with all I want. All I want, wouldn't, they wouldn't close with. If it's their final song, their final song of the show. Um, wouldn't be all signs. It'd be plot or downfall. They usually always op- close with those. Yep. I'm going to go downfall. Downfall? Yeah. B, locking it in? Lock it in. Correct, Nick Brown. Yes. They actually ended the set with... Um, Panhandle, then the encore was Downfall of Us All. So, well played to you. Correct on two points, Nick. Antagonist AD have been a band for how many years? A, eight. Mm. B, 12. Mm. C, 16. Mm. Well, D, is this their 20th year as a band? I think it's 16. Correct, Nick. 05 was their debut. 16 years, 2021. Correct, bang, Nick. Bang. Um, they've actually released four albums and four EPs with their upcoming on. So, really good career there. Uh, Nick, who was Grayscale's first signing? A, Graves. Yep. B, Our Past Days. Yep. C, Deadlights. Or yep. D, Antagonist AD. Our Past Days. Bang. Correct, Nick Brown. On a roll now. Nick, what is the highest charted song from Jet in Australian history? <laughs> is it A, Look What You've Done, the little piano oh, ballad? Look yeah, what I want you to sing done. just a little bit of a, a of each of them. Everyone. B, She's a Genius. That girl's a genius. Oh, 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 oh. Yep. C, Are You Gonna Be My Girl? 
That's pretty good. <laughs> Perfect, Nick. And D, roll over DJ. I love I, I love the classic I love the the classic Aussie yell. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking weird. Oh, you um, had a better yell, him or the Vine singer? I like the Vine singer personally. Yeah. But um, I also I don't remember I can't remember when Jet performed on David Letterman. So <laughs> I obviously have bias here. Um, That's reserved for Silver Chair <laughs> and fucking the Vines. Nick. It's, all uh, I, it's gonna be happy to be my girl, right? I don't know. I, 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 you didn't say cold art bitch or rip it up or anything like that. So I get to be my girl. It was actually look what you've done. Really? Yeah, I get to be my girl was I think twenty. It got to the highest. Um, look what you've done was twelve. Um, she's a genius was fourteen, and roll over DJ was thirty three. Wow, there you go. Which is weird. I, I, I don't know how. Is that I Australian get, charts? Australian charts. Just Australian charts. The, the US I charts. Be my gun. A girl didn't go to number one or didn't get close. No, wow. I get to be my girl actually charted highest in America through the longest yard yeah, movies yeah. like that did really well, but um. Yeah, that was an interesting quiz. You did pretty well. I don't know how you went, but um, I'm going to back you in. I feel like I got every one. I'm claiming it, yep. Uh, Nate, pot shots. Pot shots. Quick questions and subsequently quick answers. Um, Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, Nick Brown, I'll go first. Awesome. Okay, Nick Brown. Sempaternal is the scene's version of Nevermind. Yay or nay? Sempaternal is this scene's version of Nevermind. I like the claim. Um... I'm trying to think of alternatives that you could go. Like Maybe some people that's might the say, spirit. Some people like, would say homesick. Homesick, yeah. Would probably say that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say so. Like it depends. Like how old, like a lot of people say like really old, really old, old like, school, old school metalcore kind of thing. Yeah. That's like an as I like dying or another band who kill switch and didn't try and kill their wife. Wasn't that as I like dying? Wasn't that that singer? Yeah, that Tim Lembe. But we all people seem to forget that whenever they write new I don't know why. It's weird. Wow, it's weird. Like, oh, but the song's good. Um, yeah, I'd say so. I agree. I think that's a good one, Nathan. Um, good shit. Especially at least in the last 10 years. Yeah, so, for sure. I would for say. our generation scene, I yeah. think it is. Uh, Nathan, Starve are the best unsigned band in Australia. Yeah, you'll know. At the moment, I'm going to say yay. And I, I think we'll talk about the song a little bit more, but um, the, 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 their releases of the last 12 to 18 months has been awesome. The sound that they're going for. They, there's, there's a market there, Nick, for it. And yeah. I think um, as, like, if you look at a song, anyone on the up and coming scale, when they drop a single that they did the other day and it's that good to the quality Fuck of that. Me. And then with the actual feature to get Jack to come in and actually elevate it to another level altogether, it makes it so damn fucking good. It's so a, It's an awesome feature because... Um, fits we're, so well. We're just going to talk about it now. Fuck it. Um, yeah, one well, um, It's an awesome feature because it elevates both the band and the singer itself. Oh, huge. Like, it makes Jack look like a beast. Yep. And it's also like Star of like, wow, like, it's a clever feature. They could have gone for, yeah, just another vocal, or just another heavy vocalist. Jack's got such a distinct fucking... Voice man, he can go with like, anything. Can't it was like I, I, I remember when I heard that song for the first time. I didn't know it was, he was on the song. And as yeah. soon as he came on, I was like, "Ah, oh, that's Jack!" Like it's so easy to pick. Um, yeah, great song. The video is awesome. Awesome well. video. Um, and so I'm, I feel like people are really backing it. I feel like yeah. I'm not 100 percent sure. I haven't really like seen like all the, like the shares and the comments and all that. But yeah. I reckon it's fucking awesome. It's one of the best songs I've heard this year. 100%. And I think it's the is it the best star song? Oh, for sure. The, yeah. Was it Shiver last year that came Shiver in? Shiver was awesome. It was a really sick jam, but this one, I think, is on another level. Yeah. If you had to, like, draft, right, if you would, like, because oh, I okay. feel like- Star- give, me th- give me three bands. Starve are, like, uh, at the point, like, I would say Starve prior to, probably prior to Shiver, probably even post-Shiver, yeah. or, like, a, a, I would say a draft pick number 23 or something like that. Yeah. They're, like, a- Mid-range. Yeah, second round pick yep. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, potentially could do a lot of things, but yep. I feel like with this new release- all of a sudden, they're a top ten draft pick. Like they're not—they're now a bit one of the unsigned bands. And I'm like, yeah, if, 
if you're a label and you want to sign someone, they're jet like obviously there's Waybridge and they're an e- they're an easy one. Like bands like Anticline are good. I think yeah. Loon have huge potential. Yeah, mirrors. Um, I like yeah, mirror mirrors fucking hell. I can't believe they're not signed. I, yeah, I, I, I only imagine that they've been offered stuff and maybe just turned it down. Or waiting for an album um, release. Maybe, yeah, exactly. Stuff. Well, yeah, they they couldn't be too far off that. Like we've been hearing about that for ages. Yeah. I reckon what's happened with this band, I reckon the bearded warriors finally Found his voice. Yeah. If that makes sense. I felt... He sounds mean, dude. Oh, my God. He sounds pissed off. Well, when we first started doing the show and he was at every show singing every (laughs) vocal better than any of the singers on the stage, Nick. I'm like, how is this bloke not in a bed? I'm like, the Bearded Warrior is the greatest singer not in a bed in the fucking world. What what are these pricks doing? And then they popped up with this fucking EP and these songs. And I'm thinking, all right. There's real... Yeah, Rantus was a great EP. I've been listening to it a bit since this song's come out. And I slept... Didn't sleep on it, but it's so much better now than what I remembered. So... I think back then, <laughs> with our boy Kylan as well, drumming in the band, and um, Alessio, great guitarist. So they had a good mix of like artists in there, but I think now he's found his ranges of vocalists yeah. and he knows what he wants to do with this band. And I think before that, he... Not that he didn't know what he was doing, but I think he has found his like his actual calling now. So. You're a, you consider yourself a drummer, right? Yeah, mate. Sometimes. Yeah, just so, <laughs> I, on, on, the, on the weekends now. What do you, is the drum sound huge on this song? Because it sounds massive to me. Yeah, well, I think what it is, I think I think Scotty Simpson's actually done the... Okay, yeah. I think he's actually produced it, recorded it, and done all that. Anything that he produces comes out with really, really yeah. mean drums. Listen to any... But, alpha- like, the tom sound massive. Oh, like, oh, the, dude, everything yeah. just sna- has a snap Has a it. crack, yeah. yeah like a crack and a pop. And, like, I don't... like. Uh, yeah, we listen to a lot of fucking music, oh, yeah. and a lot of drum kits sound... Not, like, I don't want to say program, but, like, they just sound like drum kits. They don't have, like, that... They don't have character to it. Yeah, that's the, the best way of putting it. That's a good word. That's good descriptive word. Bad. But yeah, I think um, it does. Yeah, for sure. This EP is going to sound like that. We've heard a few of the songs and they do, Nick. They do have a distinct sound, the, um, the actual drum kit here. But I, I do think Scotty's one of the best dudes in probably yeah. the scene to actually record any kind of music. He Absolutely. just He does. He gets that extra punch. And I think that's something that I don't know if he's picked it up with Alpha before that or with through other people but yeah maybe working with Lance and, and Lance and stuff that sort yeah. of band getting the sound from the live scale to getting it to a recording is the battle for any band and I think Starve now oh, I can't wait I to see that. Starve live like once the CP comes out like oh. they are one of the must see live bands now they are dude and they like, really they, are they, I, I mentioned it on Weekly Breakdown yep. um, that they're a band and I use Slipknot as my comparison I probably shouldn't I did hear that yeah um, where it's <clears> like they're a band you hear them recording and you're like this is awesome but you know for a fact that you they, the they live become scene. yeah they become a band that you're like I want to see what it's all about live because like Slipknot were that band like they're great recording don't get me wrong but you, it was all about getting getting amongst the maggots kind of thing well, and the being adrenaline, a part of that mosh the adrenaline of a Slipknot mosh is still one of the highest like feelings that I've had in a mosh absolutely because like, yeah. like it's just relentless in their style it's like so full on and they do that they have that chaos metalcore style and stuff yeah. so it's actually not a bad comparison but Nick the next pot shot for you yes bands shouldn't release their best song as their first single for an album or EP yay or nay um, album no, EP yes. Yeah, do you think it's a timing of a band? I, I think yeah. I think if if a, if you're a band, um, if you're on the come up, honestly, like whatever we say about sequencing your album, sequencing EP, I don't think it applies to you. I think you should honestly just best song to worst. Bang bang! bang I bang, really bang. honestly, I would. <laughs> yeah. I know it sounds dumb, but just best song to worst. Yeah. And because people are gonna, as soon as I hear a bad song for a band that they've never heard, you're before, awful. They're just gonna switch off, and yeah. they're gonna be like, eh, and they're just gonna, they're gonna scoot through the next one. They, they're not gonna give your songs enough time. Yeah. Whereas I think you might as well just try and go for the jugular straight away, and just yeah. try and keep it as much as you can. Um, I yeah, in the first single. I think it all depends on where you are. Like, I think bands, if you I would use the best bands, if you use like Bring Me, 
I think you can put out just about anything. Anything and people and, are going to like and it. People are going to be like, <laughs> they're still going to be listening to the album. Kind yeah, of thing. for sure. Your band like um, Architects while she sleeps. Even like if you're a band like a Data Remember, mm. like a Data Remember, I think they proved with how bad their singles oh, were that they should have. And obviously, they didn't have really too much to work with, but they just should have picked different songs. It's like I think you released a couple of different songs. You released a couple of less songs uh, on the lead up to Your Welcome. Yeah. I feel like at least the perception of the album going in is wouldn't have been as, as bad. bad. Yeah, I don't for think for sure. People aren't wanting to hate the album uh, in that sense, but it is a good it is a good question because like a lot of bands release a song and how many times we heard a band release something and then the album comes out and it's all downhill. It's same, yeah, it's, the same so thing it's just with, it's crap. It's the same thing with putting your your best song first, like as in first song song released and or and or first song on the album because if you if track one is your best song. It literally is all downhill. You cannot go up from there. Like you gotta, you gotta. If you know your best song is a certain track, don't put it at the start. Let them wait for it. Let it put it in the middle. Put it towards the end. Fuck it. Like at least have a gem towards the back end. Well, a day to remember. I'm just thinking back now. They did Bar- paranoia, bad vibes as the first two singles off, off that. Off bad vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exposed was a stanky song. Yep. They had probably three to five really good songs, but those two kicked off the album and yeah. a corner. Went a little bit downhill from there, yeah. But and they're like, they yeah. like naivety for the pop punk. Oh, naivety was pretty well. good, like, yeah. And like, so they kind of they they moved their sound around. They, they had did. a couple of heavy ones, a couple of faster ones, and that's what we expected for this album. But it yeah. just didn't just didn't work. Happen yeah. at all. It's a good question, but uh, Nathan, question for you: Little piece of heaven sucks. Yeah or no? Oh, dude, I can I go back and actually talk about the film clip on this? Yes, absolutely. I used to like think Avenged Sevenfold for those who don't. Yeah, A Seven X back in the day. So they put out this nine and a half minute fucking jam. It's got orchestral parts. It's got all these kind of fucking melodies, different moments, and the film clip's batshit crazy, Nick. We actually, you look back at it now, and you're like, well, was it ahead of its time with the cartoons and the killings and the, the fucking all these big moments and the, the actual vocals popping up at you? And it's like a cartoon. It's real, literally like a fucking comic book. Yeah, yeah, yeah in, in, an, in a film clip. It's, so, a gra- it's a graphic novel. It's yeah. a graphic novel, exactly. So the description of the song and all that, I, I look back at the song, I think it's pff, not that good now. Listen, Really? To, <laughs> it's a good song. It's a really good song, but I hate the clip now. Watching the clip, <laughs> I actually cringe a little bit at yeah, the clip yeah. when I watch it now. I, I haven't probably watched it in 12 months, but... When the last time I watched it, I'm like, ooh, I used to really love the clip, but yeah. now it's kind of like that. The song's really, like, it's orchestral, it's different, it's a different A7X vibe to what they normally do, so that's why it probably propelled them yeah. to that extra kind of level, because they, they just weren't doing a normal metalcore song, but... Yeah, it's a good question. A seven X. They're one of those. Of they're one of those bands where a lot of stuff that they did back in the day. Well, that was uh, the rev too. And it was like, but it was like we loved it, and then and we, but they also copped a lot of hate, and we were like, why yeah. are they copping hate? Mm. And now I know that if I was this age ten years ago, mm. I'd be given <laughs> so much shit, shit because <laughs> when you have somebody named Sinister Gates, yeah, so M Shadows, Zachy Vengeance. Why, why was he? Why would you call him M Shadows? Oh, because he's just a such a dark character, and he lived in the shadows. What the fuck kind of shit are you smoking? Come on, man. Oh, come on. How do we do this? Oh, man. How do we do this? That's such crap. Oh, shit. What was your Avenged Sevenfold name? Did you have one? Uh, me? No, I didn't. I should have just been called the big man. What do you reckon? Yeah. 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 Daddy C. Yeah. I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing clever or creative. I had a better wrestling name a few weeks ago when you asked me on the spot. I got nothing for an A7X <laughs> character. It's got to be cringy. Like, yeah, it has absolutely. to be something yeah. so like dad fucking joked. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they honestly, the Rev was, I think, an underrated member there with their writing. Um, Nick Brown. Yes. I asked you last week what your favorite music soundtracks were. Yes. A movie soundtrack. Yes. Little different question for you, but Nick, currently, right now, who were your three favorite bands in the scene? My three favorite bands in the scene. Are we talking all around the scene? So, anywhere in the scene. So, we're talking Bring okay. Me Scale, we're talking local level scale, we're talking just 
like kind of like North Lane scale around the, the country here, like up uh, to you. Who um, are you listening to at the moment? Bring me every time I die a Muir. So they're your three favourites in the scene completely? I'd say so, yeah. yeah. Are they I the... think they all offer something different, which is kind of what I want like yeah. uh, in terms of what their sound is. Nice. Oh, I was, so no locals that you're liking at the moment? Oh, like there's locals, yeah, but locals are hard because you don't... When you, when you talk about bands like Bring Me, right? Or yeah. Every Time I Die or yeah. Muir, they've got so many albums where you can just... I can, I can listen to There Is A Hell Era, Bring Me, and it's so good. Yeah. But like when you have bands like Alpha, they have two albums. And if I don't like them two, or if I don't want to listen to those two, I'm just going to listen to something else. Yeah. Bring Me, every album has a different fo- uh, oh, formula. Yeah. Every Time I Die, everything's slightly tweaked. I love From Parts Unknown, the Ooh. fact that it's like 12 tracks, 20-something minutes, and mm. it's just Relentless. fucked up good. And then you have an album like Low Teens, which is kind of the opposite. So it's very bloated, and there's, there's songs that go for five, six minutes out there. Somehow they do it in a way that I actually enjoy, because I don't really like five, six-minute songs. And Amua just fucked me up in every way, shape, or form, and I just love that. And I think Look At Yourself is a genuine, fucking fantastic album. Jesus. I absolutely love Look At Yourself. I think it's like it's one of my favorite heavy, heavy just Releases break, it. It's just breakdown album. Like it's just what I call it. It's just a chug core album. So much album. But um, those three, yeah. And because yeah, local bands just don't have the discography for me to be able to just rotate through. Yeah, have a favorite at the time. Do they ever? Does that order ever change? Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All the time. Every week. It does Shikari pop in there yep. and like bands like that. All, yeah, North Lane for a bit. Like if they have yeah, enough. Yeah. Polaris can pop in there. Like because their two albums are so fuck. Well, Mortal Coil is so strong and their EP is so fucking strong. And it really relies, like you say, on that discog. So, yeah. like, at the moment for me, Counterpart's probably that band. Absolutely. So, yeah. like, especially now at gym and stuff, like, it just, them and August Burns Red are just gym bands for me. Like, yeah. their best songs are just fucking, you go fucking hundy. But then, like you say, like, you move to an every time I die feeling during the week. If you're pumped up, if we go to the Tigers this Thursday night, what's the band of choice? Uh, if we go to Tigers on, uh, it's, it's going to be uh, Eskimo Callboy with uh, 17 renditions of Hyper Hyper, hopefully including a techno version, an acoustic version, and a country dubstep version. It's going to be really fucking fucking well fantastic. <laughs> God damn, why they didn't do that? Um, did you? I don't know if you listened to the um, Void of Vision uh, when, I, when I talked to Jack, but I, I pitched the idea of him, uh, of them for the Hyper Days Redux. Of them doing a uh, getting Eskimo Callboy on oh. every, and every every song and calling it hype oh. and calling it hyper hyper days hyper <laughs> <laughs> days and, and he no. lost his mind. I thought that was an underrated gem. That's I love it. Awesome. I just have to re- I just have to repeat that. Um, Nathan, Alpha Wolf still haven't written a full album, yay or nay? And what I mean by that, obviously they've written two, um, but the idea is that. Alpha, and I even chuck, like, make them suffer how to survive for is a little bit similar in this sense, where they feel like, and this isn't a bad or a good thing, this is just up to in the eye of the beholder, um, where the albums feel more like just a collection of singles put together. Not in a bad way, not in like a disjointed way, or not in a way that's ugly, but it doesn't, the idea of um, album sequencing and how, you know, there's certain albums where you can actually be like, this is an experience where I don't think Alpha have hit that point yet. I don't think they have, I don't think A Quiet Place to Die is an experience. I think A Quiet Place to Die is an album that is just kind of chock full of bangers, um, which is not a bad thing. I, yep. mean, I think I love Hyper Days for that reason, because I think it's just chock full of metalcore bangers and that's cool for me. And I like that style. Uh, I think How to Survive Funeral is the same thing. Like they've got great songs on there. It's, it's not me discrediting it. That was my but, description of the album itself. Yeah. Just a bunch of singles. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's like, like yeah. so... I use I don't want to go outside the genre because I'm trying to think of like albums that are I think Sep Eternal is an easy way to go it. Yep, like Sep Eternal is just such a, a well constructed album. It's sequenced phenomenally. Yep. Same with That's the Spirit. I'm not a huge That's the Spirit fan, but it, the flow for, factor and stuff. It's yeah. so good. The, like the downs, way yep. the way that they they flow that. Where I think a lot of it is just a bit too relentless and a bit too 
it doesn't feel like they're thinking of the next track when they're writing a song. It yep. feels like they're like, okay, let's write a song about this dun, 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 dun. <laughs> like, song. And it's not a bad thing. It's just, it, I, I also honestly think that that's the way albums are going because you can't, the, the album experience is dying. Like, as we all know, it's all about singles. Just get as much single, in as single, you can. Singles kind yeah. of thing. And that's, you know, neither here nor there. But it, it, to me, I don't know. I, I look at like the, those two albums in particular from last year and I go like, I don't know if they're like full albums. I'd say Alien is a really good album. Yep. Front to back. I think that does really well at just kind of taking you on, on a journey, Nathan. And you know me, I've watched three Lord of the Rings movies this week. I know what a journey's like. Yeah, it's a long journey that is. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say yeah to that. I think, um, yeah, I, I fully agree with the just whacking it back like a batch of singles. I think Polaris fell into that trap a little bit too. Yeah. With both the, um, the Mortal Coil and the, um, the death of me so I, I honestly still think the guilt and the grief's their best work yeah. I, I think that flowed I don't know there's just something about how that was written how that was ordered how it was actually presented that it was just perfect for them yeah. uh, I think Alpha as you say like uh, I, I think they did pretty well but like I don't know what they thought about putting the clean parts in they could have done them in different spots for me like different breakup spots maybe having a couple of interludes between songs to break up the kind of the mosh thing but that's like being a mosh band metalcore band it's hard to kind of yeah, find where, that where the balance yeah, yeah and like same with make them suffer like do you do three songs with booker doing melodic parts you break them up going three heavies one yeah soft three heavies like it, it's hard getting that balance and i think probably both of them fell into that trap a little bit i think that like i think make them suffer a really great example here because worlds apart i think is a really fantastic album 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 yeah. absolute experience of an album but the singles like itself. But the problem, the yeah. problem is, yeah, exactly. The problem is that that as a full experience, it didn't get, it didn't feel like it blew them up. It no. didn't feel like it, like everyone's going nuts for it. Whereas this one, where it isn't as much an album, it's more of like a go, go, go kind yeah. of like, let's just put bangers in there. Everyone's gone how great it is. Yeah. And it, I think it probably is a sign of the times. Um, not again, not a bad thing or a good thing, but I, I think it's a good example of a band who put out a really great album and probably don't get the recognition because it doesn't have those standalone singles all the way through hand where how to survive funeral. There's about seven or eight tracks that are just bangers, dude. Mm. Do you think with the vinyls being so popular now that bands could like space the six and six songs? Let's say everyone does. Let's say they do five songs. Let's yeah. say there's 10 songs on an album. The five, the first five, the second five. Do you think bands can like kind of space their singles out better than what they do now? Like go one, two to open bangers and then five, six is bangers for the, the next disc. Like, do you think bands could do that a little bit better? Or do you think bands fall into the trap and not doing things like that? Do you think they just whack them all at the front like we were talking about earlier? Or what, what do you I, I think a lot of bands do find that with... A lot of bands do front-load albums, yeah. naturally. Because like um, you've said yourself, having it with the vinyls, the second one's are normally pretty... Yeah, well, you do notice pretty, that. The like, drop-off straight that, away, yeah. It's a really good way of understanding Gaging what, what a true albums. album is because yeah. you go to the back half and some... I think How to Survive Your back half is better than the front, the front half. There you go. And like, that's fun. Like, it's weird. Like some of, the, some of the bangers on the front half just don't appeal to me personally. Mm. And I'm like, okay, that's very interesting. Yeah. Um, Alpha... It's kind of here and there. I actually think the front half again is another one of those albums where the front half is yeah, okay, and the second half and then slaps. the second half slaps. Yeah. But it's like fuck, you kind of you you lose me a little bit at the front, and that's kind of it's it's all very strange, Dave. And I'm just making up weird weird words at this stage. Kabloomy blam, Kabloomy blam. What about avarice? Oh fucking avarice, avarice, avarice. You want to say it? You want to pronounce it? I pronounced it as avarice on the Aussies, mate. What do you expect? I had to to look up fucking Google. I had to Google how to pronounce it. I feel like a six-year-old again. It's great. Um, Talk to me about avarice. Is avarice a god? Because I guessed it was a god. I'm assuming it's a god. Maybe it's going to be the album name when they like send it. And God's album. It. Oh, God's album, Earth Column, yeah. Or Earth Caller's album. Earth Caller's album. <laughs> I don't fucking know. What's the difference between the panic? Let's go 360 Nave and Earth Caller have released a Earth Caller? A um 
a tasty banger. This is a fucking ba- <laughs> this mate. This is one minute forty of their best work, I reckon, because yeah. like this came out at like, all right, we've we've seen the social posts that they've done an album, yada yada yada, it's recorded, whatever, but. To pop this up, they actually, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, they said they had a show coming up. So, they got the actual Avarice um, single launch for, at the April 2nd that sold out really, really quick. They got a couple of good supports. They got Dwala, they got Inhibitor and Anticline. So, Yibbity Yibbity. Yibbity Yibbity. Yeah. So, they're, they're playing there. But this song, dude, like, I don't think they've done a song that goes for this long that slaps this hard. Like, yeah. early days, maybe when we saw um, that Unify the first time, they might... What was that album called? Degenerates, was it? it was, yeah, whatever it was called. But um, My friends are yeah. degenerates. <laughs> I, that's all I can think about when I say that now, Nick. But um, this song, dude, doesn't fuck around, goes so hard. And this is really, really good. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, I did too. I wasn't expecting it. Uh, when, I pl- when I started playing it on Weekly Breakdown, I actually like... I, I caught you like, off guard. Well, I looked at it. I'm like, shit, there's only fucking a minute 40 off this. And I was like, and it kind of got a minute in. You're like, oh, it's almost finished. It actually made me go like, oh, this is awesome. I can't wait. Cause you know, when the song's this, they're going to release this as like a single and it's going to be a minute 40. You know, it's going to go fucking hard. Cause they're not going to put, they're not going to give you a minute 40 interlude. That's <laughs> like, that'd be a real good strategy, Imagine marketing that. strategy, putting it like an interlude as your, uh, your, your first release single. That'd be awesome. Cheeky bastards. Man. Another single. Another single. Staff, we just talked about. Yep. I won't talk about the single itself, but Nick, EP, Nausea. Nausea. Coming out March 25, so six tracks. This was track five on the um the EP, which is really is good. Is March 25 a Friday? Because I feel like it's a Thursday. I'm, I might be losing my mind here. It oh. is. It is a Thursday. So it's 26 it's coming out on the Friday. Okay. No, I think it might be. I think it might actually come out on a Thursday. That's it's what I'm saying. Really good. I okay. I, 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 I remember saying the 25th the other day. Um, and I was. I don't know. Maybe I have read it wrong. I wrote the same thing. Dude. Yeah. So we, it must we, be 25th. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it's actually funny because a few later things that I'll talk about actually are coming out on the 26th. Oh so, my god. But um, <laughs> yeah. As we say, so we got the feature with um. With Jack Berg in there, but also Zach Hatfield from Left Behind. Yes. They had a good album a couple of years ago. Was it last year? It might have come out, but heavy as fuck. So it's going to be a really good album. Um, EP, going to be one of the EPs of the year. Another EP that's coming out pretty soon, Nick. Rumors. Rumors. It's coming out this Friday. So if you could only feel something. So that's going to be the EP title. And are they adding a new song, Nick? Yep, what's it called? Neurosis. 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 How do you spell neurosis? Uh, N- Damn it, you got it in front of you. Yeah, I do. <laughs> N-E-U-R-O-S-I-S. And it's also got a feature from Will King. William. Will Young. Sir William King. The meme lord himself. Sir William King. Sir William King. The third. The third. Who do you reckon the second and the third first are? Uh, his papa and his grandpa. Correct answer. Uh-huh. Well done. Try the trick, yeah. But dude, this is actually, this caught me <laughs> off guard as well. You know why? Why? You know what's funny? <laughs> Honestly, when you, you would think getting Will on for a song, you'd think it'd be kind of up-tempo, high-style, yeah. like rock and roll kind of jam, but this is slowed down. It's really melodic. It's actually quite stripped back, and I actually really enjoyed this. Yeah. Like, coming from their other songs, was quite up, as you say. They had that Bring Me kind of riffs. They had the Ocean Grove kind of up-tempo feel, but this really strips it back, and to get Will on a song like this, you actually get to hear how good his vocals are, and both the vocalists, the actual the front man himself, so I yeah. was really impressed by this. Um, Nick Brown? Yes. A couple of other things popped up during the week. I want to talk about The Hardest 100. You want to talk about the hardest 100? Just quickly. So that's actually coming up on March 27, not 26 or 25. So okay. that'll be the Saturday that Saturday weekend. So okay. uh, you, know, you know what's happening a week before that, Nick? What's happening a week before that, Nathan? I uh, feel like it's something that we're involved in that is happening the week before. I, I can't t- confirm or deny that, but um, Nick, I'm pretty sure we're playing a show. Oh, we're playing a show. We're doing a podcast and um, we're going to be talking a heap of shit and playing a lot of shit. That so doesn't um, sound like us. No, so. we wouldn't do that. But Nick, yeah, March 20 for anyone listening. We're going to stay go, get around that. But yeah, dude, hardest 100 is going to be a good time. So. Get your votes in and do that. Nick Brown and Tag. AD. AD. Yes. New song. What's it called? It's called The System is Racist and Oppressive. Long title. I would like to point out somebody who commented 
um, on the post and went, it was like, awesome. Wonder what the song's about. You can get the hero of the week award. Oh, sh- <laughs> it was so fun. I laughed so hard at that. Uh, no, it's a ba- it's a fucking banger, dude. This song is awesome. And anyone who says cunt in a song, just I, I love. I just love that. How good is this band? But oh, they're awesome. Like for a hardcore, like if hardcore is your thing, like they are one of those bands along with the, like the terrors of the world. Like they just yeah. so like they they don't f- like fray away from what they do. They just they're consistent with what they write, their process, and yeah. So all all things coming out. March 26th through Grayscale hey, Records. There Nick we Brown go. Tag, so keep an eye out. Starve for trying to get the jump on yeah, these pricks. Are, <laughs> bastards. I, I, I love it. Another thing on Starve, the way they've done the single, two weeks before it comes out as an yes. album, that's the EP. Bang. Bang, so bang, yeah. Don't fuck around. The hype's, play- hype's still going to be there by the time the EP comes out, hopefully. And right? they can that's play shows from there. The, the EP's already out. You're not waiting for that shit. But Nick, step sign out a new song called Who Are You? Who Are You? <laughs> Finally, somebody asked me. Would you like to ex- um, you, like, describe yourself? Who are you? Who you, you are? You are we. What a great album. <laughs> I feel united right now, Nick. <laughs> but I will talk about this song, Nick. So very Blink-182 in style. Okay, yeah. I, can I, I, that. I felt that, but Nick, I actually, I was a little bit off this song. Oh, why? What's going on? Oh, I me. thought it was a little bit wanky, the vocals here. Wanky? A little bit wanky. I, I, I think it was probably the weakest of the three Wanker singles. of the week, are you yeah, saying? Yeah, a little bit wankerish here. I'm not a huge fan of the vocals, but I also think that is to blame with the data remember. So oh. anything that I've heard pop punk during this week after last week- Is the data remember's fault. Is the data remember's <laughs> fault, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Stepson released, uh, they started recording the song the day after- after your welcome yeah, release so three days later. I don't know who to blame on this, but to talk about them also- We're, we're all to blame. We're all Some 41 once said. <laughs> Bring come back with the offspring, you bastards. But um, dude, I really like your Stuck Out comparison. It was really similar to them. I just don't think it was as good as Stuck Out. Yeah. But album, help me help you. Coming out. What a lovely couple of things we're saying. When's it coming out, Nick Brown? Uh, if it's coming out March 26th, I'm going to blow your brains out right now. March 26th, oh, Nick Brown. It's going to be a busy, busy week in music <laughs> for us. But also, advocates have called it quits, Nick Brown. Oh, Good dudes. They um gave us an interview early in the, the yes. piece for us. Really, really appreciate that. But um they have called it quits, so yeah, that's did. official. But um we wish them all the best in what they want to do. Simon's a beast of a drummer. Yes. And um I really, really like that. But the last song, Mind Vice, is out now. Going out with a bang. It's not a bad song. I really really enjoy it. It's almost like the static revenue documentary, like we heard. It's all about going out on you know, riding off into the sunset in the right way. Oh god, can someone document next Saturday night, please? <laughs> I want to see the before and the after. Nick, another band, Era, got a new track called Shadow Autonomous out. Yes. Um, they actually have their self titled album coming out this Friday. So Friday Fuck. The 19th of March, <laughs> not the 26th, so a little bit off there, but um, there's been a few decent signs on their singles, so yeah. I think it'll be a decent listen, much much similar to like Monsters of Flames album, yeah. I think there'll be enough there to like. Um, Another band, Citizen Nick, got a new song called Black and Red, I really like this song, good chorus on this one, but Nick, they also have a li- I mean, an album called Life in Your Glass World, also coming out. Mm, when's it coming out? Yeah, when is it coming out, Nick? March 26th. March 26th. <laughs> yeah! oh, this is absolutely <laughs> nonsense. So we've got a lot of music coming up in the next couple of weeks. It all sounds awful. <laughs> it does. I'm really scared for March 26th. But Nick Novus, another band that you played the other night. Novus. Water mm. Under the Bridge. So I don't know a lot about the band. What do you think? What oh, we, they're from the Gold like Coast. So Goldies? Them. Nah, I don't like uh, Gold we, Coast. We like Brisbane, don't we? I'm a Brizzy boy like, <laughs> through and through. Full I've Brisbane. been there like three times. Give me four descriptive words for Brisbane. Or not descriptive words, but four things you like about Brisbane. The Fortitude Valley Cocaine. There's four. <laughs> There's four. Tell me I'm wrong. I don't know 
know if I'm looking into like a trance right now. There the uncanny, uncanny Valley up hey, there with next to Fortitude Valley go. with the deadlines album coming pretty soon. Not on March 26th. Damn it. Sure, was it April 21, May 21? One of the two. I don't know. One of the two, one of the pair. But Nick Brown, that was 360 News. Oh, that was awesome. What a great day to be alive! Really is. Um, watch tonight. I'm going to watch that AFL doco. The making. I haven't started. Yeah, I should start watching. I that. clocked it yesterday. Oh, did you? Good. Yeah, I clocked it. It's. I hope they do it again. Yeah. I hope they get a couple of different characters because there's a couple of good ones on there. A couple of little bit boring ones. Because they follow like how many about five or so kind well, of thing. Or? They did it really well. So they got a WA person. So they got Nick Nat. So you got yep. the WA team. SA, you got Rory Sloan. So you got the SA team. Queensland, you got um, Shuey Jew. So you got the Queensland team. Sydney, you got Cornelio, so you got the Sydney team. Melbourne, you got the most popular player in the league, Eddie Betts. Followed yeah. him. Then you got the Premier, so you got Richmond, you had Dimmer, you had Brendan Gale and Peggy. So okay. the last episode is obviously it's all about Richmond. Oh, I'm skipping straight there. <laughs> Dude, do I need to, do I need to watch the rest of it? Or oh, is it all not about really. That's what I'm about <laughs> to say to you. Or, like, when, I, when, when you're tagging the Dusty thing yesterday, the actual the episode seven is yeah. just it's the pinnacle. Like, it's is it what, all about Dusty or is it just not really? It's no. more so about Dimmer in the box and what's going on. Yeah. So like actually at halftime, thinking about what the fuck they're going to do when we're getting smashed by the cats and little insights as to what, what they were feeling. I actually quite like. Chris Scott after watching it he actually came he in. comes in on the box yeah, yeah I, didn't I saw know that, that one night in Brisbane one night in Brisbane also out. watched that during yeah, the week that, yeah. I was going to ask what do you think of that yeah, it, was, it was good fun like it was I love Shane Edwards so much more now oh how good is he oh god he actually thought of the things the 6-6 six, six, the 6 forwards he thought of that yeah. on the ground Nick yeah, fuck absolutely. coaches <laughs> Shane Edwards Nick what else what else you got on Netflix when they, when they said that um, like he's the smartest footy player on the ground on the, like I get it like but it's like you wouldn't pick it but hearing it from yeah, like Jack like, oh, who's yeah, smart as well okay um, He'll be a coach one day then. Sh- I must admit, I did fall asleep during the, the Return of the King last oh, night. Oh, so you might have to finish that. So I might need to finish that one off. It is a long movie. Um, I feel like every movie could have been cut maybe half an hour. Yeah. And the only thing I don't like about the Lord of the Ring movies is I can't remember what the fuck goes on with Aragon and he has this like weird girl that he keeps seeing and he keeps wanting. Like, is that his wife or some shit? So that was his lover, but obviously the guy, Hugo Weaving, is the dad. Yeah. Like, forbids them being together because. Her being with a human because she's an elf, she loses her powers. Sacrilege. So she gets shipped off wherever the fuck she is, but ends up dying because she wants to come back to him. So she's. Oh. It's a tragic love story, Nick. It's absolutely awful. I hated it. <laughs> that was the worst part of the whole movie. Because it, it just slows down to a standstill. It's like everything. Gimli's on 87 oh, all kills. And then, and, then they, and then all of a sudden off he goes. And then we've got fucking Aragon in a posed position with this elf chick who comes like, down and kisses her. What are you I'm, doing? I'm like, what's happening Come here? On, Aragon. Back to Gimli. There needs to be a movie based on Gimli. Also... Lord of the Rings could have been a horror movie. The orcs are that fucking good. Oh, dude, 100%. <laughs> terrified of them. They are so scary. Didn't actually, they got a lack of orcs, like people wanting to be orcs, like in the upcoming series, Lord of the Rings. They got a... People don't want to be... Why don't we go? Why don't we go over there and be orcs? I would happily be an orc. Dude, we're going to have the orc party. It'd be great. Well, Imagine your, the ale. your orc um, accent. Orc accent. I'd be like that. Don't think yeah. I don't think you'll get the part. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, but they don't they don't fucking say anything. Like it's weird. Are they English? Are yeah, they, 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 they Kiwi English? No, are they Kiwi accented or are they Aussie yeah. accented? Or what are we going to be with this series? Being filmed in New Zealand again around Hobbiton. Oh, dude, best moment of the whole fucking oh, series. Shit, right? yeah. Two towers, greatest, greatest, Lord greatest movie. I agree. I thought the Return of the King was good, but not as good as the other one. I, I hate the ending. Of the, it just goes I on. Agree. It goes on. It's like twenty five minutes wasn't that of nothing. Good. Like yeah. it's. I hate it. It just keeps extending. It's like six endings in a movie. Um, but they're so the. Orcs are running around. They've got um, Pippin and Mary. Oh, and, and they're chasing him. And so, like, what happens is they they put him down, and they're like, "We're fuck, we're starving yeah. out here." <laughs> so and then hungry. one guy, and then one guy's like, 
oh, look at them. Would they look them? fresh. <laughs> and they're like, no eating the hobbits. <laughs> and they're like, the guy gets angry. He's like, what about their legs? They don't need those. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just, like, and it's creepy. And then I'm isn't like, it? yeah, it's fucking terrifying. Oh. But I'm also like, eat their legs. Oh eat God, their I legs. Care. I don't give a shit about Mary and Pippin. Well, they end up eating like, one of their own orcs, don't they? In that they do. They, yeah, yeah they, they chop someone's head terrifying. off. And they chop someone's head off. And then they go, oh, meat's on the menu tonight, boys. boys. And they all start ripping the organs out. Ah. It's so good. It's so fucking good. Orcs could be a horror. Yeah, it could be a horror. I wish there was like, um, because there's a ordering series you're saying. They're making yeah, it's now, coming. Right? Yeah, it's going to be the most I hope expensive it's more, TV show ever. I hope it's orc related. Like, I hope the orcs are like genuinely like you look into their world because they're going to be awesome. It's well, so Bright, cool. Bright kind of did that. Remember yeah. the movie Bright on Netflix? Yeah, like, that, that got slammed that really was, hard. Dude, watch that back. It's not really? actually as bad as what it actually re- I remember it as. Like, because there was orcs, there was, it was exactly the same as Lord of the Rings, but in real life. Yeah. So that's how they try to transcribe it and bring it across. Yeah. But yeah, maybe that's your homework for the week. Oh, we've got a busy week. I can't wait. Schmeagle. <laughs> Schmeagle. <laughs> what a great character. He's terrifying too. Yeah, he's another terrifying. Lord of the Rings is a low-key horror movie. Mm. Fucking terrifying. Mm, Gandalf the White. And then Gandalf when he's the Grey could be scarier. Yeah. And he comes and then, good when he's the White. And then a fucking like, walking tree starts going around. Right, that's that's fucked that scared up. me. Imagine being on acid when you watch yeah, that movie. Fucking tr- <laughs> like they call me, they call me Tree Beer. Tree oh Beer. God, I know. <laughs> Who came up with that fucking name? <laughs> oh, Sauron. Saruman, he's scary. Yeah. Big beard. Oh, Christopher fuck. Lee. I don't like the fact that there's Sauron and Saruman. The yeah, names too similar. similar. I, yeah. t- I got them confused. I still get them confused. And they're yeah. like, oh, fuck me. Which one's which? Same one. They're both bad guys. Is all that matters. Yeah. Bastards. God damn it. Anyway, Nath, um, enough about Lord of the Rings. Static Revenue, this Saturday. March 20. Um, $10 tickets. $10, $10. tickets. Um, just, yeah, go to the link in the in the description. Autographs are free. Autographs. <laughs> Free, free for the drummers. Okay, um, yeah. <laughs> from the drummer, from the singer. I don't know. I might charge a little bit. A couple of drinks um, then. Yeah, yeah, we might sell some merch and shit like there as well. Um, we'll do a DJ set, set afterwards. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, if nothing else, go check out some of the other, like there's going to be a lot of other band members there. So yeah. go say hi to them and ask like, ask Mikey to play the New Gloom album. If he's had enough vodka, if he's had enough vodka tonics, he probably will play it to you. He's a bloody, he's a is bastard gonna be, like that. Is that going to be your choice of proof? Nah, gin and tonic mine. I'm a gin and tonic boy myself. Yeah, you are. Vodka tonics are nice. Yeah, not as nice though. No, I'm a gin and tonic mm. boy through and through. Yeah. Anyway, see ya. <laughs> see ya. Bye. Bye. Farewell. Farewell. How long can we drag this out? Okay, we've got 13 seconds for an hour and five. All right. Um, um, Best ACDC song of all time? Uh, riff Raff. Or, or if you want blood, you got it. Great question, but Bon Scott every day. <laughs>